This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. It's Zoomer Radio's Theater of the Mind with Frank Proctor. Open your mind as we fill your head with amazing thrills, chills, <laughs> and laughs. Theater of the Mind, the best love programs from radio's golden age, only on Zoomer Radio. Now, here is your master storyteller, Frank Proctor. Well, thank you, and welcome to the show. We have two lengthy shows tonight, so for me, it's back to the back of the studio and that comfy old armchair to listen in along with you as we go back to 1943 and another strange story from Lights Out. Lights Out, everybody. series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you, these lights-out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. Two cents. Three cents. Four cents. Five cents.
That's funny. That's not <laughs> funny. For 13 years, I work on the ship, and I save my money for farm. I don't like the money. I just want a farm for my wife and my kids, and then... Yeah, I know. Not in 29, the bank, she's go bust, and you back where you start. Hey, actually... Yeah, I, I tell you, Tony, it ain't right. I work so hard, and my wife and my kids, they wait for me to bring the money to buy the farm so we could all be together. Oh, shut up. I don't know why a smart guy like me wastes time with a dumbbell like you. Just because I work on the same ship with you don't mean I got to listen to you shut off your mouth all the time. But I work so hard. So what? It'll work to make man rich. It's a break. Yeah, a break. Oh, I'm the best deep water diver in the whole Pacific. So what? Never get the break, so I'm still eating a ship, a slop, and a walk in the docks. Yeah, Tony, that's what I say. Someday when a man works hard... Oh, I... shut up. You don't know what you talk about. You gotta get the door, big door. And you can't get a big door with work. Someday it breaks, she's gonna come my way. And then Tony's gonna be a big shot. Tony ain't gonna take nothing from nobody. I'll grab that door any way I can get it. No, Tony. Money, if I ain't honest, don't make a fella happy. Uh, you lunkhead. Telling you, when I get a chance, I'm gonna get that door if I have to make the devil my brother. I tell you... All right, sailors, move on, move on. No bumming around the docks. Yeah, yeah, officer, we go, we go. Fat belly. What's that? What's that you said? No, no, officer, he don't say nothing. That is Mr. Tony, officer. He's the best deep water diver in the whole Pacific. Yeah? Well, if he said what I think he did, he's going to be doing all his diamond in the came for about 30 minutes. No, no, believe me, officer, Tony, he don't mean nothing what he says. He's a good man. He... Uh, shut up and get out of here, the both of you. Come on, Tony. Uh... And tell that big mouth diver friend of yours to get a job and dive out of town or I'll run him in. Uh, Cut out as a heart. No, no, Tony, please. You come this way. We don't want no trouble. Shoving me around. Me, Tony. Best man will ever put on a diving rig. We go have something to eat, eh? Shoving me around. Eh, money, she's don't make no difference, eh? But I didn't say that, Tony. I said eh, that work. Well, the devil will work. Money, that's what you gotta get. Any old way but Gary. Gary and you, they eat out your hand. They kiss your feet. Come on, Tony, in here. We, we get a cup of coffee. That's what they say. Dog eat dog. I'm telling you, sweet. Me, I'm going to be the big dog. And tell them what to do. Yeah, sure. Come on in. I pay. Mmm, that's nice and warm. Dump. What are you going to have, boys? Uh, two cups of coffee. Well, maybe you like soups, eh? I got a nice hot soup. No, we just want coffee, please. And get the lead out of your pants. Okay, okay. Two coffees. Yeah. So what do you want to do for us get the farm, eh, Swiss? Yeah, my wife, she wants Who cares it. about your wife? <laughs> the farm. For 13 years, I have Okay, worked. here you are, boys. Nice coffee. There you are. Ten cents, please. Yeah. Yeah, coffee, she's good when you're cold, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that guy was winning. He don't drink coffee tonight, I bet you, eh? What guy? Well, the guy was winning the sweeping stakes. You know, the, the, the seller sweeping stakes. What's the matter? Don't you hear it? Yes, friend. So what's this guy blowing about? Well, I'm telling you. The seller sweeping stakes. Everybody is buying tickets. $3,000 first prize, you bet you. He's in the papers. He's winning. Yeah, boy, he's lucky guy. So who cares? Give me some more coffee. Okay, okay. No, no, wait a minute, mister. Yeah? Uh, this fellow that won, you you say his name is in the paper? Oh, yes, yeah, sure. Here, I got the paper here. You get yeah. my coffee. No, wait, Tony. I, I want to hear. 
Read it, master. Okay. He say, uh, a winner, first prize is uh, uh, somebody who give the name of uh, uh, Farmer. Farmer. That's smart, Swens. They do me quick. It's very sick. Hey, that's my paper. Hey, Tony, come on, quick, come on. Hey, crazy square hat, wait for me. That's smart. Hey, wait, you crazy fool. I'll smart you. Where you going? Tony, hey, listen, it's me, me. Me what? Yeah. What do you say? Former, that's the name I gave the man when I buy the ticket. I'm rich, Tony, I can get the form. You, yeah. you mean you, yeah. what he says in there, yeah. you? Yeah, Tony, me. I buy sweepstakes ticket long time ago. I, I win, be, I win. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy in the head. No, no, I tell you, I win. Look, former, that's me. Tony, me. Oh, my wife, my kids, they be so happy. So happy. No, 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 wait. It's right. Huh? I mean, look, it's given number here. Yeah. Uh, Ticket number is uh, six, nine, uh, three, three. Uh, you got that number? Yeah, yeah, I gave name former and waited. How about the ticket? Where's the ticket? Yeah. You, you don't get the money without the ticket. Yeah, here. I, I put it in my pocket. No, she's. No, there, wait. Hold your pockets, put them out. If you lost it, I'm a good... No, I got it here. I got it, Tony. Let me see. No, no, please. Thirteen years, I wait. It's Mario. I ain't gonna hold it. I just want to look. Look. Six, nine, three, three. Just like I say in the paper. Yeah. You? Yeah. You did win. Yeah, Tony, I win me. Oh, my honor. $3,000 and we wait so long. $3,000. I quit to see, Tony. Uh, by form. Oh, my honor, my kids and me, we be the happiest people in the whole world. $3,000. Yeah. I buy the best farm in old Minnesota. Come on, Tony, I go get my money. Uh, no, 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 wait. Huh? Hey, don't go now. It's pretty late. But my money. Uh, but no, I, I tell you, they be cross now. You better wait till tomorrow. No, I, I can't wait. Thirteen years I wait. I got to get money. But they're going to be close, I tell you. No. Now, come on. We go on down dock and see what is the first boat. Boat? Sure. So, so right away tomorrow quick. When you get a door for the ticket, you catch a boat home to your wife and the kids. Yeah. That'd be good, eh? Oh, yeah, Tony, yeah. Oh, my friend, I'm going to be so happy. All my life I've worked so hard. No. Three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. When I give you what you need, Tony, you are my friend. I, I want you to have something, too. Yeah. Hey, well, well, come on. Let's get down to the dock. Yeah, sure, Tony. Anything you say. We go look at the ships in the water. Then I get my farm. I won't get to seeing such things again, eh, Tony? Yeah, no, of course not. That policeman, I wish we meet him now, huh, Tony? Huh? Huh. What's the matter? Why you want the cop? Uh, I'll show him we ain't no bombs anymore. Three thousand dollars is ticket this for it. But Yemeni a man's no bomb with three thousand dollars. No. No, you bet your life is not. Ah, oh, the water should look pretty. Yeah. She's deep right here. I don't care how deep the water is, as long as I'm on top. You, uh, you swim? No, that's a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah. Fourteen years a sailor and I couldn't swim. Well, there's plenty of other fellas like me. And anyway, the man, he don't have to know how to swim to work a farm. Ah, oh, that water, she's so dark and pretty. Uh, Swenson. Yeah? Hey, uh, let me look at the ticket. Ticket? 
Here's Swift's there. Oh, by you know, you think maybe she ain't good, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I know she's good. Right away, when I hear that fella say the former win, I know that's me. Here, Tony, here it is. See, it's a former on it. That's me, see? Lean over it a bit there. I can't see. Yeah, that's sure. You see the numbers? That's a six, nine... <laughs> Tony, Tony, you. Tony, what? <laughs> My knife is shot you off good, my Swanson. <laughs> so you can swim, eh, Squad? <laughs> well, thank you for the last. <laughs> there. Hey, what, Swanson? You, you forgot the sweepstakes thing. Oh, okay, I collect for you, farmer. <laughs> Three thousand dollars. <laughs> At last, I get a break. Somebody else? Poor Tony. I've been waiting for you. Let me help you. Hey, go ahead. Don't need no help. Not me. Oh, Tony, Tony. Night after night. Go ahead, me. I'm all right. Great guy. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Spending all your money on those drunken fools. Yeah, shut up your mouth. Oh, careful. Uh, I told you I don't need no help from nobody. Tony, he takes what he wants. Uh, shut the door. Yeah. Now uh, come here and give a great guy a kiss. No, I... I... Come here, you come. No, 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 wait, Tony, listen. Don't want to listen to nothing. But, Tony, the man said that... Hey, man. What man? The man that was here. He's been here a dozen times since midnight looking for you. Midnight? Who was he? What did he want? I don't know. He wanted you. Oh, Tony, I, I was so afraid. Afraid? Why? Why was you afraid? Well, well... Well, answer me. Why was you afraid? Well, he... He was so strange. He... He acted so funny. What do you mean... Funny? Well, he... He spoke so funny. As... As if... As if... What? Well, as... As, as if his mouth was full of water. You... You know, I'd make a joke with Tony, eh? No, Tony, no. I, I'm not fooling. Really, I'm not. He said that... Yeah. 
he say something? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. He said, tell him. Well, what, what, what did he say? Well, I, I, I couldn't hardly understand him. He, he talked so funny. But I, I think he said, tell him, tell him I was here. And, and then I think he said, the farmer. The, the, the farmer? Yeah, yeah, that's what he... Tony. Tony, what's the matter? What? What he looks like. What's the matter, Tony? What he looks like. Well, he... He was tall, and and he, he looked like a sailor. And I... I think his clothes were wet. Oh, Tony, that's him again. That's the way he knocked before. No. Tony, what is it? You... You answer the door. I'm scared, Tony. You answer. You tell him to go away. Tony, don't stand there staring at the door like that. You're scaring me. Don't do it. You go away. You're dead. What? Dead. You hear me? Dead. I killed you six months ago or a day. Oh, Tony, no. I throw you in the water. Toss him out from here. You're dead. Dead. Tony, Tony. Scare my wife, but you don't scare me. You found me. I kill you again. No, Tony, don't. Swanson, go away from the door. I shoot. Connie, Connie, I don't want to shoot you. I shoot him through the door. Connie, get up. Connie. Open up. Open up in there now. Open up. Connie, I don't want to kill you. It was him, Connie. Him. Open up now. Open up, Mr. Police. You swanson, you. You think you got me, eh? You think you got me in a hot seat, eh? No, no, not me, Swanson, you square head. You forget the fire escape. Listen, Mike. You gotta help me. You gotta. No, take it easy, Tony. Take it easy. Every cop in the town. You shoot me down like a dog. Well, you killed one of them. What do you expect? I kill them all. Nobody can stop me. Nobody. Oh, Mike. You're my friend. You gotta get me out of town. How much dough you got? I got nothing. You're lying your teeth. You won the sweepstakes in Frisco, didn't you? Sure, but I'm going to tell you, Mike. Oh, no, no. You listen to me, cop killer. They got every road, every depot, every dock in this town covered. If it's free you want to get, then it's money it's going to cost you. Every cent you got. You'll, you'll get me out? So far out, there ain't a cop in the world can get you. Now listen, at midnight tonight, the SS Probus is pulling out to go down through the canal... And then over to the coast of Ireland to go hunting for gold. Gold? Are you crazy? Uh, watch your tongue, me bucko. Gold, I said, and gold it is. Only they're going under the sea for it. What? You heard me. Under the sea. A million dollars in gold in the hold of the Tanya sunk by a sub. And these boys are going there to dive for it. Dive? Yeah. And if you decorate the mahogany in front of me with every cent you got in your pocket, you'll be on board that ship. You hear that, Swenson, you? Diving for gold. A million dollars. And me, I'm going to be on the board. (laughs) 
talk to me, Captain? Yeah, Tony. Sit down. Yeah, she's getting pretty rough outside, huh, Captain? Yeah. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, I'm listening. While you were sleeping before, the rest of the divers had a meeting. Yeah? Yeah. They looked over the weather reports and they decided they ain't gonna do no more diving. The white-bellied lock. Wait a minute, Captain. You mean uh, we gonna turn the back? Well, what else can I do? Three months out here in the open sea. And when we finally do locate the wreck, every mother's son of them turns chicken on me. So what's the matter? You want to talk to me? Because even if you are a no-good rat, you're the best diver of the lot. You keep talking. Tony, listen. Under that buoy off the starboard, there's the Tanya with a million dollars in gold bullion in it. So? Go down and get your hooks into it, Tony. And whatever you get, half of it's yours. You... You mean half? Sure. You get half. And I'll split the other half with the crew. A million bucks? Yeah, Tony, a million bucks. And you'll have half of it. You can do it, Tony. You can do it. You know you can. See, she's getting rough. But you never get the bends. They tell me you've gone down in rougher water. Yeah, but that water, she's cold. Half an hour, I'm a finish. In that room with the gold, who knows where she is? Tony, Tony, listen. I know just where that gold is stored. You trying to fool me, eh? No, no, as God is my judge, I'm telling you the truth. Jake located the room on his last dive yesterday. He told me, only me, about it. So? Don't you see, Tony, it's the chance of a lifetime. I got cold enough for one more day out here. If we turn back, we'll never locate the wreck again the way that sea's running. A half a million dollars in gold for you, Tony, right under your feet. Ah, don't be a fool, man. Take a chance and go down and try to get it. And if you win... You've got the world right in your hands, Tony. Well, will you do it? The world. I'll get away from him. Huh? Him? Who are you talking about? Who's talking to you? What are you sitting there for? Get me a rig. Get the pumps gone. Somebody, I told you to keep the deck clear. Only the men I want. The rest to go below, or I don't die. All right, Tony. All right, you men. Get below. Every white belly one of you. Oh. Here, hold up the helmet. Okay. I'm try out the phone. Hello, hello, hello. Well, why don't you answer me? Okay, Tony, I hear you okay. Hey, the valves. Okay, I'm ready. Put the helmet on. Okay. Uh, hurry up, your mugs. Hey, get them ports tied. You think I got all day? All set, Tony. Okay, put them over side. Watch that pump. I'll come up and I'll cut your heart out. Million dollars. Me. Work all. 
down, down. Half a million dollars. All right, Tony? Yes, sure, I'm all right. Let me alone. Okay. Down, down. What a dark. He came to me, Tony. Best diver. Fifty, fifty. Half a million. Half a million. Listen up there. I'm on the button. You hear me? Tony, listen. Captain says hurry up. Squall coming up. Tell the captain if he take me off before I give a signal. I cut his heart out. But Tony... Shut up and let me alone. Me. Half a million. Captain said gold was inside the door. A deck. Half a million. By the door, the captain said. <laughs> Me and the captain are 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> says to leave him alone. He don't want to talk to nobody. Oh, that no good rat. I was a fool sending him down. He's on the bottom, all right. But what's he doing? Has he found the gold? Has he found the strong room? How long is he going to stay down there? Talk to him, Art. Talk to him. Tell him he's got the whip. Captain said he'll be right over the Santa Lucia. Gold. A room full of gold. And rich. All the money in the world. Me, Tony Rich. Rich. Yeah. All the money you want, eh, Tony? Who's talking? Me. Who's the talking? What's wrong, Tony? Anything wrong? You up there. I told you I don't want to talk. Somebody, you don't listen to me. What do you mean, all the money you want? What do you say that for, huh? I didn't say that, Tony. I've been standing by up here. Standing by up here? Wait, I get up there, I'll show you standing by. Wait, I get this headset connection with my teeth. I fix you so you don't bother me no more. No, no. Wait, Tony. The captain says that... So, now talk. Now talk all you want, you selfish. Me, I won't hear you. Me, I'd be alone with my girl. No, Tony. Not alone. You up there. You stop talking to me. Stop it. Sam, don't help, Tony. With you. Oh, who says that? I, I broke connection. Nobody can talk to me. Nobody. I will talk to you, Tony. I got much to talk to you. It's in my head. That's what it is. In my head. Not in your head. Look. Look straight ahead. Squints. You know me, Tony? Me in the water almost a year? No. No. Close to the window in your helmet. Oh. You don't like what you see, eh, Tony? 
my wife, my children. They wouldn't like it either, would they, Tony? <laughs> away. Go away. No. Don't stay in hurry, Tony. We got plenty time. Plenty. I worked for 13 years. You remember, Tony? 13 years for farm. Now I don't work no more. I used to wait for you. You. My heir. My heir. You take away my wife, my kids, my life. No, I take a little air, eh, Tony? You still a little air. No, I take off your helmet and come in with you, Tony, my friend. I come in. No, 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 Captain, listen. No, 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 no. Take him up, quick. Take him up. He's there. Is he getting air? Yeah, sure, plenty. Everything's okay. Talk to him, Mark. Talk to him. He don't answer. Just yelling. Maury, signal on the lifeline. He's signaling up, Captain. What? Yeah, says everything's okay. Why should we take him out? But he's yelling, Captain. He's still yelling. Haul him in quick. Haul him in. How about the decompression? No, no, there's no time. We'll put him in the tank when we get him up. Something must be wrong. Yelling bloody murder on the phone is signaling okay on the lifeline. Hurry up, you men. Hurry up. Come on. Get him up. Get him up. He's not there. It's not him. It's something else on his line. <gasps> Captain, look. It, his airline, it's been chewed through by teeth. But what is it? What's tied to the lifeline where he was? Well, it's... Mother in heaven. It's a bar of gold. for the Jack Benny Show next on Theater of the Mind. Time now for the Jack Benny Show and the program first aired in 1949. The Lucky Strike Program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the sportsman, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, for 16 years I've been introducing the star of our show, and after all those years you'd think I'd run out of things to say about him. Well, I have. So here he is, Jack Benny. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don... Don, that wasn't a very nice introduction. Well, I'm sorry, Jack, but after 16 years, I just couldn't think of anything new. Oh, you couldn't, eh? 
Well, Don, I'm sure that if I were introducing you, I wouldn't have that trouble. Oh, yes, you would, Jack. You've been saying the same things about me for years. Why, well, I'll bet you can't say anything that I haven't heard before. Oh, yes, I can, Don. What? You're fired. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen... Ladies and gentlemen, we'll proceed... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jack. You're not serious, are you? Well... You can't fire me. After all, I've got a wife and three chins to support. Don, stop worrying. You've been with me for 16 years, and I hope you're with... Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Hello, Don. Hello, Mary. I'm sorry I'm late, Jack, but my car wouldn't start this morning, and I had to take the bus. Oh, that's all right, Well, say, Mary, if your car ever gives you trouble again, why don't you call on me? I'll drive you down. You've seen my new car, haven't you? (laughs) Yes, I have, Don, and on you it looks good. Certainly does. By the way, Mary, I understand you called me on the phone yesterday. What did you want? Well, you always like to know when I get letters from my mother, and I got one yesterday. In fact, I brought it with me. Oh, a letter from your mother, eh? Uh Uh-huh. Well, what does the mock kettle of Plainfield (laughs) have to say? Well, just a second, and I'll read it to you. Okay. My darling daughter, Mary... As you'll notice from the stationery, I'm writing this from the Plainfield Hotel. The reason we're here is because three days ago, we shut the house up and had it fumigated on account of the pests. We got rid of them, all except your Uncle Lou and Cousin Willie. Well, it's about time. We really don't... Your mother didn't start out very funny, incidentally. Go ahead. (laughs) We really don't mind Willie, as he's very little bother. He spends all his time down in the basement with his printing press. He has to work night and day because his biggest biggest competitor is the United States government. Your mother writes them all right. You just can't read them. <laughs> I was blaming the mother. <laughs> Go ahead, Mary. I'm sorry. Oh, there's more. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, Mary, dear, I kind of like Willie because he's so sweet and thoughtful. Every Mother's Day, he gives me a $10 bill with my picture on it. Well, I guess I was right in the first place. <laughs> now for a paragraph or two about your sister, babe. Ah, good. This is the part I like. <laughs> Since the warm weather is here, your sister, babe, got herself one of those new French bathing suits. She tried it on yesterday, and I haven't seen so much of babe... Since the doctor said it's a girl. (laughs) However, she's very happy with the suit. Next month, she's entering a swimming contest. A contest? Gee, I didn't even know that she could swim. Oh, sure, Jack. Babe's a regular mermaid. Well, I've noticed the resemblance, except the the wrong half looks like a fish. (laughs) I'm funnier than your mother today. Continue with the letter, Mary. Okay. Uh, uh, Mary, dear, you'll be happy to know that Babe is also taking dancing lessons from Arthur Murray. Well. <laughs> she got a swell deal, too. He teaches her dancing, and she fixes his plumbing. I knew she could do it. You know, Mary, your mother writes some of the funniest letters, though, I've ever heard. Oh, she certainly does, Mary. They're loaded with laughs. Yeah, they're a scream. Oh, hello, Dennis. When did you come in? When they found out Mary's sister Babe was a girl. <laughs> Oh, then you missed the start of the letter. Would you like me to read it to you? Oh, no, I'll hear it on tonight's rebroadcast. Oh, yes, yes. By the way, Dennis, you were off the program last week. Uh, was anything wrong? Oh, no, Mary. Mr. Benny gave me a week off so I could go away for a little vacation. I sure enjoyed myself. I went fishing on Lake Mead. Well, how was the fishing, Dennis? Oh, it was wonderful. And boy, was I lucky. What'd you catch? 
Four trout, three perch, five bass, and a high-button shoe. A high-button shoe? Yeah, but it was too small, so I had to throw it back. <laughs> oh, fine. He bought a shoe. You see the hip boot that got away. <laughs> oh, quiet. I wish I could get away and do a little fishing. That's one of my favorite sports. Fishing? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a thrill it is to hook a silvery rainbow trout. One of nature's loveliest creations. What a sight as it breaks the water in a shimmering shower of glistening drops and the sunlight reflecting on its iridescent beauty. Look how he describes the fish. Me, he can't see anything nice. <laughs> Jack, what are you talking about? Nothing, nothing. Say, Dennis, how long were you at Lake Mead? Oh, we were there for a whole week, and I spent all my time out on the boat. A whole week on a boat? Avast there, you landlubber. Larboard the starboard and drop the anchor. Look, Dennis. Give him the timbers a man the pumps and we'll all drown like rats. Dennis, that's enough. Ahoy, me hearties, batting the barton and pooping down the poop deck. Batting <laughs> the barton? What happened to Durston and Osborne? That's enough, do you hear? So that talk, Mr. Christian, or I'll swing you from the highest yard arm of the British fleet. Oh. <laughs> Harry, see what you can do with him, will you? Dennis, Jack is right. Why don't you... Let just... the men mutiny, my lass, and don't worry. The ship may be rocking and pitching, but I'll sail it through this hurricane or... 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 Dennis, what's the matter? I'm seasick. <laughs> good, good. Now look, Popeye, it's time for your song. What are you going to sing? Careless hands. Okay, let's have it. Aye, aye, sir.
by Dennis Day. Very good, Dennis. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction tonight, we are going to do our version of that Warner Brothers picture, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. And I better cast it right now. I, of course, will play the leading role. Of, of course. course. Certainly. <laughs> Listen, I'll give a performance that'll Okay, sing. folks, you're all in clover because Harris is here and this lull is over. Phil, Phil, why do you always have to come in here and ask the audience to applaud? Well, I ain't going to get no laughs with the jokes you give me, and I want to hear some kind of noise. <laughs> well, you've got no right to complain about the jokes. You get as many laughs on this program as I do. That's what I mean. I want to hear some kind of noise. Applaud me, folks. Phil! All right, all right. I'll read the stuff that's written here, but I thought a little ad-libbing would liven things. Hi, you live. <laughs> Hello, Phil. How are Alice and the children? Oh, fine, Liv, fine. Just left them. You know, this being the first day of May, I drove them over to the park for a big May party. A May party? Yeah, you should have seen all them kids. They looked so cute as they danced around me. Dance around you? Didn't they have a maypole? Yeah, but I was prettier. <laughs> Let me sit down with you, Dennis. I'm seasick, too. <laughs> Phil, you should have seen Mary's letter from her mother. Nice, huh? Yeah, she wrote the letter stuttering. She wrote it that way. <laughs> but look at Phil. You know, between you and Remley, I've never Wait seen... Wait a minute, you... Jackson. Hold it, Dad. What? Just a minute, bud. I don't care what you say about me, but don't pick on Remley. Phil, Phil, calm down. Yeah, what's wrong? Well... May as well tell you why I've always tried to protect Remley. <laughs> what? Well, you see, well, I promised Frankie's poor old mother that I'd always look after him. Oh. When was that? When she threw him out of the house. <laughs> hmm. And I don't like to brag, Jackson, but I've taken pretty good care of Frankie during all these years. Uh, by the way, Phil, it's none of my business, but how much do you pay Frankie? Well, I I don't give him no regular salary. I uh, I just take care of his needs like room, board, and bail. <laughs> oh, fine. Say, Jackson, before I go, there was something I wanted to ask you. Oh yeah, look, last week you told me you were going to buy a new car. What kind did you get? I didn't get any, Phil, but I may get a new one this summer. Well, look, be sure you get one of them new models that comes equipped with the Dynaflex Superflowing Unijet Turbo Vasculator, which is synchro-meshed with the multi-coil, hydro-tension, duo-vacuum, dyne no matter. <laughs> they come in the modern and fodder model. <laughs> well, well... That last word, listen, that was amazing. I mean, how'd you ever say that? A Harvard man fixes my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta be leaving. So long, kids. So long, Phil. Hey, folks, I'm leaving. You want to throw just one more on me? Phil, get out of here! <laughs> oh, boy, what a character. You know, Jack, Phil is conceited. Conceited? Mary, you should have heard the things he told me yesterday while I was giving him a Tony. 
Now, where were we? Well, you were casting the play we're going to do. Oh, yes, the treasure of the Sierra Madre. Now, Don, you're going to be my partner when we go hunting for gold. And, Dennis, you're going to be the old prospector, the part that was played by Walter Houston. And let's see, uh, where's Mel Blank? Here I am, Jack. Folks, it's Mel Blank. Give him a big hand. Jack, we're all going to be in the play. Why don't you just give him applause? Well, Mary, I have to. It's in his contract. You mean you give money and applause, too? No money, just applause. Amazing, you know, how much you can save when you got a lot of hams working for you. <laughs> now, Mel, you're going to be the leader of the Mexican bandit. And, oh, yes, Dennis, besides being the old prospector, you'll come in later as one of the bandits. Gee, two parts. It's hard to believe I can sing, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, for our version of Warner Brothers' thrilling adventure story, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. <laughs> As our scene opens, it's a hot, humid, sultry day, and a lonely, hungry, penniless American is roaming the streets of Tampico, Mexico. Walking. Walking. That's all I've been doing for two whole days. Just walking. No place to sleep. Nothing to eat. Nothing to drink. Well, I'll see what I can do in this saloon. Gee, this place is crowded. Hey, bartender. Bartender. Uh, si, senor. What will you have? Give me three fingers. Uh, three fingers of what? Just three fingers. I'm hungry. <laughs> Give me three fingers of anything. If I don't get something to eat pretty soon, I'll go crazy. I am. Uh... Big boy. Huh? Good to see an American down here, even though you do need a shave and your clothes are torn. You look like a derelict. What's the matter? It's a long story. I used to be a famous radio comedian. I had a big house, a swimming pool, and everything. And all of a sudden, I'm a bum. What happened? Television. Television? What's that? I don't know, but the wrestlers have all the good writers now. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about me. What's a girl like you doing way down here in Mexico? I work in the Tampico branch of the May Company. <laughs> they have a branch in Mexico? Yeah, I'm in the Jose Department. <laughs> That's better than your mother's letter. <laughs> well, look, sister. How about you and hey, me? Hey, Pokey. I've been looking all over town for you. Who's your friend? That's my partner, Curtin. Sam Curtin. He and I came down here looking for gold. Yeah, gold. Every time I think of it, I go crazy. Gold. Gold. I can see it now. There it is. There it is. It's mine. It's mine. Gold. Gold. Put that back. That's my pivot tool. <laughs> You know, sister, 
He goes crazy every time he thinks of gold. Well, doesn't gold mean anything to you? Yeah. I can take it or love it. I mean, Lisa. Well, you boys are interested in looking for gold. There's an old prospect around here who knows every foot of the Sierra Madre. If you can get him to go with you, you'll strike it rich. Where does the old prospector live? Well, you can't miss it. You're right down Flamingo Road. Flamingo Road. Flamingo Road. Flamingo Road. Are you stuttering? No, but I promised Warner Brothers I'd mention it three times. <laughs> Come on, Curtin. Let's go. Hey, Curtin, this must be the house where the old prospector lives. Yeah, knock on the door. Okay. Howdy, bub. <laughs> Hello, old-timer. My name is Humphrey Bogey. What's yours? Titus Houston. Now, well, we've heard that you know all about the gold and the Sierra Madre, and we thought maybe you'd come up into the mountains with us. Sorry, son, but I'm too old for that now. There was a time when I used to go up into them hills and stay for months and months at a time. Uh-huh. Then it would get me. I was only human, you know. I'd have to come back, be back in town with a load of gold, and in a couple of nights, I'd blow it all in. Women, eh? No, Kleenex. I got hay fever. (laughs) Well, look, old-timer, if you won't go with us, maybe you can tell us where we can find the gold. Sure. Here's a map of old Mexico. See? You can't go wrong. You take the main road through Tampico till you pass El Paso... After you pass El Paso, you go through El Truo and turn left at El Lefto. Well, if we turn El Rido. That's El Rongo. Oh, is that where the gold is? Nope. That's where you buy your burrows. Burrows? Yep. There's a place right on the corner. Madman Hernandez. <laughs> and he'll sell them to us? Yep, but you'll have to carry an awful lot of water for them. Why? Hernandez wanted his burrows to look like Buick, so he cut holes in their sides. Oh, well, we got to be getting along, old-timer. You sure you don't want to come with us? Nope, but I'll see you later. You will? Yep, I come back on page 12 as a Mexican bandit. <laughs> well, come on, Curtin. Let's go. What's the matter, Bogey? You look unhappy. Well, why shouldn't I be? We've got the map. We know where the gold is, but we can't get it because we don't have any money to buy equipment. Oh, senor, senor. Huh? In there, in the saloon, there is a telephone call for you. In there, for you. In the saloon. In there. Huh? For you. For me? In there. Is it an important call? <laughs> she an important call. Who are you? A telephone call for me. Who could it be? I'm 2,000 miles away from home. Well, I might as well find out. Come on, Curtin. Wait for me at the bar, Curtin. I'll answer the phone. Okay. Hello? Yeah, speaking. Huh? Sure, I can answer that. The Pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock in 1620. Thank you. Goodbye. Hey, Curtin! Curtin! What's up, Bogey? We got the burrows, the picks, the shovels, the sleeping bags, and a refrigerator. Where'd you get them? That phone call. I just won them on a quiz program. 
tacos or leave it. Good. Now let's go and find that gold. All right, before we go, I want to buy drinks for the house. Okay, everybody. The drinks are on me. Hooray! Come on, everybody. Up to the bar. Hey, Bogey, those four Mexicans just came in a waving at you. Where? Oh, yes. Buenos dias, amigos. Mm. Come on, boys. I'll pay for it. Let's have a song. <laughs> And then we wait. Did. Look, coming up the trail, Mexican bandits. Curtin, quick, take out your gun. But I haven't got a gun. What? What did you say, Curtin? I haven't got a gun. Ah, oh, that's ridiculous. Who ever heard of a curtain without a rod? <laughs> Bandit? See. Si. I suppose your men are tough. See. Si. I guess they would kill us at a drop of a hat. See. Si. What's your name? Sai. Sai? See. I mean, sir. We don't have anything you want. We're we're hunters. That's all we are. You do not fool me. You have some gold and we want it. If you don't give it to us, we will kill you. I think. Look, me and my partner have been out in these mountains for three months. Yeah, we found some gold. But don't take all of it. Let us keep half. That's a fair proposition, isn't it? We'll give you half. I will talk it over with my lieutenant. Oh, Henry! Henry Sierra! Coming, Madre! <laughs> what is it then, Capitan? The gentleman here with the golem made a proposition. Oh, see? What is it? Estos personas dicen que si no los matamos, ellos nos darán la mitad de del oro. Si los matamos, tendríamos que cagar con todo. Por lo tanto, con ya usted o el oro, matarlo después. What did he say? What did he say? He said, you better give us the gold because these eight guns make common sense. What? When these guns are smoking, you ain't lucky. <laughs> no, no, Bandito. Please don't shoot us. We'll give you the gold. El Capitan, if we take the gold, we will need a burro. Si, we will take the little burro. 
It is equipped with the Dyniflex Super Flowing Uni Jet Turbo Vasculator, which is synchromesh with the multi coil aero tension dual vacuum dynamo meter, I think. Go fast. Take our gold. Take our girls, but don't kill us. I will tell you what I do, senor. I give you a fighting chance. Here's a weapon for you and a weapon for me. What? You count to ten and may the best hombre win. All right. All right, I'll count to ten. One, two, three. Ooh, not yet. Four, five, six. Ooh, wait a minute. Seven, eight. Ooh, you're cheating. I think. Nine, ten. You missed me. That's better. Ooh. Pokey, Pokey, when he started shooting, why didn't you shoot back? I couldn't. He gave me a knife. <laughs> Goodbye, Curtin. Ladies and gentlemen, your life, your property can be lost through fire. Don't let it happen in your home, in public places, or in the country. Be careful. Be on guard against fire. Prevent fires in your community. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes another program, and we'll be with you again oh, next Jack. Sunday night when we... Huh? Jack. What? While you were doing the sketch, a wire came for you from Humphrey Bogart. From who? Humphrey Bogart. Not from Humphrey Bogart? <laughs> Mary, yeah. what's the matter with you today? A wire came to me from Humphrey Bogart? Yes. Well, read it to me. This wire you don't read. You twist it around your neck. Be sure to hear Dennis Day in a day in the life of Dennis Day. Stay tuned for the Amos and Andy Show, which follows immediately. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow night, we wrap up the week with the adventures of Philip Marlowe, followed by George Burns and Gracie Allen. Thanks to Joel Schoenwell and Paul Stringer for technical support. The executive producer for Theater of the Mind is Moses Neimer. I'm Frank Proctor. Have a great night. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.